0: Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Why y'all so happy? You don't know. Charvette Mitchell is on the radio. It's time to get motivated, excited, and influenced. Why? It's the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show, live from Richmond, Virginia. And now, here to motivate, excite, and influence you, Charvette, Charvette Mitchell. Well, hello, hello, hello,
1: everyone, and welcome to the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show, broadcasting live from the capital city of Richmond, Virginia. But heard all across the world wide web. Hey, dolls. Hey, gents. We're super excited to have you uh, joining us and tuning in. This segment is brought to you by my upcoming workshop, Propel Your Live Streaming. You can register and find out more at joinsharzette.com. That's joinsharzette.com. So listen, listen, this is a show that you definitely want to share and get out to your audience, so I know you're following me, right? Yes, yes, yes. Follow me on Facebook, facebook.com/slash-charvette. Instagram is charvette m. For Twitter, it's charvette, and of course, charvette.com will get you everything um, that you need anywhere you need it related to our shows. And so today's guest is hanging out with me in the virtual green room. I'm going to be bringing her up to the mic momentarily. We have Gina Gold joining us. She is the author of a new book, Blue Ormus Emergence. Yes, yes, yes. This is one of our author spotlights. Gina is an Afro-Jewish eco-feminist and animal activist who has dedicated her life to empowering and protecting living beings and the environment. And this brand spanking new author of this brand spanking new book, Blue Ormist Emergence. You're going to get to hear all about the main character and this book, Ariana. Listen, listen, listen. This story follows Ariana, this story follows her as she obtains superpowers. Due to a special substance that naturally flows through her body, faced with pearls at every corner that forces her to question her own existence, this superhero, female hero, is confronted with one burning question: How do I use my new ability to fix everything? Without further ado, coming up to the mic right now, Gina Gold, welcome to the show. Hello. Hi. Thanks for having me. Oh, I'm super excited to have you on the show and um, to just jump right on in. Now, I know a lot of people are like, okay, what does it mean to be an ecofeminist? What do you do as an animal animal activist? So I'd love to just have you share a little bit of that side of your life with us.
2: Sure. Um, Thank you. So um, ecofeminism is basically the idea that the way that uh, patriarchy treats nature and the way that it treats women are kind of the same. Um, Mm. I don't know if that makes sense, but like just uh, in terms of treating them, um, you know, even just as commodities to be objectified or uh, just, you know, not seeing them as living beings or not seeing the planet as a living being. So in my book, I tried to really show how that, um, how women and animals are are treated, you know, in a very similar fashion. And so I I I felt compelled to write a book that was um, sticking
1: up for all living beings. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you for that. And you know what, as you were talking that, I don't know if you if you have Hulu or if you've seen or heard about the Handmaiden's Tale on Hulu. Have you heard about that series?
2: I have. Yes, I haven't seen it, but when I – talk about my book, people ask me if I've seen The Handmaid's Tale and Stranger Things. And I'm like, okay, so is my book like
1: The Handmaid's Tale and Stranger Things? (laughs) <laughs> well, uh, I think you're it sounds to me, I, and I'm a huge uh and they're not a sponsor of the show. I'm a huge fan of Handmaid's Tale. Um, but it it sounds more like your life work alignment. So it might be something you might might wanna might wanna check out. It might make you mad, might wanna make you throw some punches, but um yeah, it's 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 something maybe to to put to stick a note in it and to check out. Okay, wonderful. And so did you always know that you would end up writing?
2: Yes. Uh, my dad was really good at writing and I, I originally I wanted to be an actress and a movie star when I was a kid, but I, you know, looking back, I'm wondering if that's what I really wanted because um, although I, you know, I can act, but like my real skill is writing and I think that the, I think part of the movie star thing might've come from mm-hmm. my mom, um, my parents with, you know, without thinking, it was like the seventies and I think they thought oh, hey, it would be really cool to stick her in this Little Miss America pageant because, you know, oh, you know, now black people can enter too, not realizing, like, okay, maybe they can enter, but should they? You know,
0: um, <laughs> right? they stuck
2: me in there. You know, it's so, like, you know, we don't need to be on the front lines of everything. So uh, so here I was with all these little white girls um, on, you know, and basically uh, got ignored, you know, got whisked away from my parents mm-hmm. and then just kind of was ignored, and I just remember – standing on the stage and, you know, just the feeling of losing that pageant mm-hmm. and knowing why I was being ignored. And it just affected me so much that I was like, I'm going to be a big movie star and, 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 and make a comeback. You know, I was five. But <laughs> I kind of never readjusted that. Like, do I, I really want that? I don't know.
1: Wow. And they say, you know, everything you need to know by five years old. I think somebody wrote a book about that, but they, they say, that you know, everything you need to know by, by five. So perhaps you were, you were onto something. Um, and so what was the catalyst for uh, this particular book? Well, I think um, so.
2: I And I I think the Little Miss America pageant plays into that in that I was like seeing how women are just like, you know, being judged for their looks and just how they're Mm -hmm. sort of conditioned um, to uh, be objectified. Even, you know, just growing up, there was like so much, you know, pornography in my house, uh, Mm. ridiculous amounts, you know, and we were kids and no one said, Hey, you know, no one was like, Hey, this really shouldn't be out. You know, there's kids, like it was just, and I, when I say a lot, I mean like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of magazines. Um, Wow. And it's, yeah, so I think that that yeah. took a toll on me, <laughs> you know, in ways that I don't even know to this day. And I also, and, and later when I was in my twenties, I I uh, was I worked as a, a stripper in a club called the Lusty Lady in San Francisco. So all of that to say, um, and, and another thing I want to say, and to bring it all home, is that when I was a kid, I was living in, I grew up in Queens, New York. And, uh-huh. uh, there were, I lived in an apartment building and underneath me, um, I lived on the sixth floor underneath me was this, were three sex workers, uh, three prostitutes and a pimp. And they lived underneath me and he was always screaming and beating them up and mm. it'd be so loud and so disturbing. And I remember thinking if I was a superhero, I could stop this. I could make uh-huh. this go away. Because Mm -hmm. nobody's doing anything. So I think uh, that's definitely one of the ideas behind why I wrote the book. Because I, I think it's coming from a kid of just like, I always thought if I was a superhero, I could stop this from happening. I could stop people from bullying me. I could stop, you know, getting beat up every day. I could stop these women from getting hurt. I could teach them to empower themselves. So that's what I think where my character Ariana is like, she's not, you know, someone was saying, oh, is she like you? And I'm like, some ways she is, and some ways mm-hmm. she's somebody that I wish I was, you know?
1: Wow. Okay, so first we have to pause. Like, thank you for sharing, you know, being transparent and sharing those things. I know that some people might say, well, you know, that was a part of my life. I'm not going to mention that or bring it up. But I could see how absolutely that would play into. Being great at a writer or coming or writing amazing things, um, and it almost sounds like a lifetime story. Like a, so, the movie movie theaters and 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 Hollywood <laughs> may not be far away from you, Main don't, don't don't toss that out. Oh, quite thank yet. you. <laughs> don't toss well, that thank out you. quite yet. <laughs> and so, is this? Would you consider this sci-fi or what? What genre would you describe your book is kind of sitting in?
2: Definitely sci-fi. You know, when I first started writing it, it was more like I was writing about myself and my own experience, and then one day it just morphed into a sci-fi book about women who have a substance in their body that allows them to kind of morph into animal-human hybrid type creatures, and this substance gives them special powers, and they have like you know your generic superpowers, like they can kick ass and all that, but it's also uh-huh. like uh, Ariana can actually, you know, she can see people's past trauma. And mm. she can kind of go into that experience and help them to empower themselves out of that trauma. So, oh um, my I, goodness, y- yeah, I that to go sounds a good. Bit deeper.
1: Yeah, we're gonna go deeper in that. If you just tuned in, hey, you're checking out the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. We're hanging out here with Gina Gold talking about her new book, Blue Ormus Emergence. How can they pick up a copy while they're um, sitting here listening and chatting with us?
2: Uh, they can go to Amazon, and right now it is available on um, as an ebook. So if they go, you can, you know, you can download it. It says Amazon Kindle, but you don't even. I bought it. I don't even. I accidentally bought it. I don't want you to think I bought my own book, but I actually <laughs> was just testing it to see if it worked, and then it would say, Oh, you bought it. But um, I was trying to see if you needed a
1: Kindle, and you don't,
2: because I don't have one. So I just clicked, and and I bought it right online.
1: All right, so there you have it. And um, so let's talk about the main character, Ariana. She's an 18-year-old African-American woman. Describe kind of her, her what's going on in her suburban life. Who are her friends? Let's let's kind of set the stage for Ariana. Okay, so she is. It's set
2: in Queens, is that's where I grew up. Uh, it's set actually in Laurelton, Queens, and she has a regular life. She's she lives with uh, her mother, who's a single mom. Her dad died um from a car crash when she was a baby and she has a sister and her life is pretty normal and so but she's noticing that the things that like that were true for her before, like she's noticing that like she you know, at one time she would look forward to also it's set in nineteen
1: seventy eight, at least the oh, first okay.
2: part of the yes, the emergence part. It's it's basically a three part book that's divided into uh, you know, three sections, and this emergence is the first part because she is emerging. So this first story is about how she's noticing that something is not right. Like there, she's feeling weird cramping in her back. She's mm. feeling like she's seeing herself lift off of the ground. And then one day she um, she looks at a Polaroid picture of herself, and when it's once the picture is developed, she sees that there are wings in the photograph that she has wings. That you know that she can't see, so she's emerging into someone else, and she's losing her taste for meat that she's always had, and she's noticing that when she doesn't eat it, it actually makes her abilities stronger. So that's Ooh. that's what's happening in the first section of the book, and she's just kind of uh, she's just learning like what her abilities are.
1: Oh, I love this, and and so there are definitely themes you know throughout this and that I'm sure you want the reader to walk away with? And, and what are some of the key themes you really want people to walk away with?
2: Um, I think the the idea that, you know, as for myself, just as a young girl living in Queens where that was feeling like kind of disempowered that, mm-hmm. but there's ways in that I really did have power and I just didn't, know it and I didn't really know how to use it and now as an adult I do so I would like you know just people uh, especially young women to realize that they do have power they do have abilities and that to to not be afraid to use that that they are not as powerless as they may think that they are and to embrace that you know or the differences. Differences that they may have that they see about themselves to go towards that rather than running away from it. I always ran away from my differences because I wanted to be like everybody else. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and I wish that I had the power back then to just kind of stand in the truth of who I am.
1: So that's, I think, what I would love for young women to get from that book. Well said, well said. Okay, we're going to take a quick commercial break. Uh, that's a good note to end right there on a quick commercial break. And, then Gina, we're going to be back because we want to dive a little bit more. I want to hear about her sister and her mom and uh, just a little bit more about Ariana. So, listeners, uh, don't you move. We're going to take a quick commercial break, and we're going to be right back.
0: It's the Charvet Mitchell Radio Show. Charvette will be back after this.
2: Matthew. Oh, oh sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen
1: to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me.
2: I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care.
0: For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. Are you starting a new business, releasing a CD, writing a new book? Consider Mitchell Productions for your web design services. Visit www.mitchell-productions.com for portfolio samples, specials, and package prices. Remember, a website is not a luxury item. It's a necessity. Check out mitchell-productions.com or find them at facebook.com slash mitchellproductions. She's here to motivate, excite, and influence you She's Charvette Mitchell. Mitchell. Mitchell It's the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show With in-depth interviews from today's leading authors Gospel artists, stars that you want to know about And now, Charvette Mitchell Alright, welcome,
1: welcome, welcome back to Guinan. We're hanging out here in our awesome spotlight with Gina Gold Pick up your copy of, of Blue Ormant You can pick it up online You can pick it up Amazon, Just jump right over there. This segment and this show is brought to you by my upcoming workshop, Propel Your Live Streaming. Propel Your Live Streaming and you can find out more at joincharvette.com. Register and hang out with me April 16th so we can take your live stream to the next. Level. All right, I'm bringing Gina back up to the mic as we continue our discussion. And I love, um, Gina. I love the the thought of us thinking about power that we already have. That there there are things yeah. that are already inside of us. And I and in, even in this experience, I know you're over in California. Uh, we're we're representing. You know, we're holding down the, the United States today. You're in California. I'm on. The, you're on the West Coast. I'm on the East Coast. But even in the midst in in a, in the middle of this COVID 19, where people may feel power or power has been taken from them. Do you? Is there anything you would say to encourage listeners, readers around just the power that's in them?
2: Uh, yes. And, you know, as,
1: uh,
2: as regard to, in regard to the COVID-19, you know, because I'm from Queens, I live in California, but Queens is getting hit really hard right now. Yes.
1: So yes.
2: I, my family, uh, you know, is uh, in being hit. With it, I I uh, lost my uncle last week to COVID, and oh my, uh, you know, my father's brother. Yes, yes. I'm sorry uh, to hear that. Thank you, and and you know, and and now, uh, and now I have a, you know an immediate family mem- member that has it. So Queens is a hot spot right now, and uh, and that you know it really got me down, but. Mm-hmm. I was like, I, I even, but even with all of that going on, I'm still keeping my vibration high. I'm like, I don't, you know, I could sink down, you know, and let my vibration get really, really low and then consume me and not be able to do any work, not be able to function, not be able to handle, or I could just keep my vibration really, really high. Like that I do have power over. I can't control everything that's going on in my external, but I can certainly feel my internal environment. So that's what I'm focusing on.
1: And I think that is such a great advice for us to look at and focus on the things that we can control and um, the power that is, you know, within us. So much strength and love and prayers to your family, to you, um, and everybody in New York. I have clients in New York. I have family in New York and love definitely um, all across the United States. Um, but we know that New York is, uh, for whatever reason, is this, this hot spot area. So um, definitely, thank you. Thank you there. And so listeners, definitely support. Go pick up. If you're like, oh, gosh, I feel like I want to do something to help, go buy Blue Ormus. Like, go buy it. Go, go and buy it. And that's me talking. That's not Gina. Um, She's just here. Because I know this was passion work for you, right? This was this was passion. What did it feel like after you wrote the last word and the editor had it? What What did it feel like?
2: Oh my God. And that was such a, that was, that was the best feeling because every time I would write it and I'd finish it. And then mm-hmm. I, would, and then I think I was done. And then I would have someone read it and they'd be like, you're not done. It's like, oh. no, I actually <laughs> am done. Really? I'm done. Right. They're like, yeah, but you're not. And that would just be heartbreaking. And then I'd write the whole thing all over again and then think, okay, finally. And then I'd go and they'd be like, oh, well, So when, you know, when I finally passed it to the editor and to people and they were like, oh, it's done. This is, this is it right here. I was
1: like, oh, thank you.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that was the best feeling, the best feeling in the world. You know, and then it was scary because then it's like, once you stop writing, then I realized like, oh, at least when I was writing it and it was in process and it was in my hands, I had control. But then once Mm -hmm. you're done and Then you let it go. You don't know what, how people will perceive it or what's going to happen. And then you're out. It feels out of control. And that was hard. So it was almost
1: yeah it became
2: harder when I was done. I was like, oh, I can't really control the rest of this. I can only control making it the best book that I can make it. So right, that was a little bit. That was a little hard. So, so well, was it is it, out it, it was in the world. Scarier. <laughs> Yes, I am.
0: done. (laughs) it's out in the world.
2: Submit it's out there. So then now I just and then there's a big release because it's like okay, it's Mm -hmm. out there. It's it's out of my control now. So you just I'm just going to sit back and let it unfold. And I you know I know why I wrote it, and I know you know what I want people to get from it, and I know the messages that I want people to receive.
1: And so uh,
2: so I'm just going to have have faith in that
1: absolutely absolutely and um, with this being a black female superhero um is this you know this is a little bit uh you know there are a lot of superheroes and there's marvel and there's all, you know all of this out there how many you know in comparison like how many black female superheroes are out there
2: not a lot i think that uh you know I w- i've been watching the black lightning series because mm-hmm. i'm like oh my god this is great like so you know in the I think that's Marvel, but they have, you know, so Black Lightning's daughter are, are, uh, they're superheroes, and they have a lot of power in the show. And I'm like, oh, my God, thank God. But then, like, I watched all three seasons, and it was over, and I was like, okay, there's nothing to follow. (laughs) Like, I I can't binge watch on any, like, started getting desperate just watching anything that had a black woman in it, just, you know, just, just for that affirmation, and you know, and I was noticing, I'm like, you know, there's not a lot of Black women, you know, or Asian women, um, mm-hmm. in TV shows at all, really. Like, you know, and I see more Black men. I mean, there should be more, but as far yeah. as women, not so much. And that really pisses me off. And there's not a like a diverse, and when there are Black women, there's not a diverse. You know range of of exactly. you know, color shapes and sizes, and I don't appreciate that at all unless it's some sort of demeaning character, and I don't appreciate that, so I was like, we're not having that I want to start a movement where putting women of color, black women um, on the map, yes, we go yes. there,
1: so yes. And I love your book cover. The book cover, she is beautiful and powerful. So you guys, you got to go just check, just go look for the book cover. And I'll post the book cover on my Facebook. I know you guys are following me, facebook.com says And if you're hanging out at charvette.com, we put a quick um, YouTube video that is there. Um, I love, love, love just the visual that you've added with the video and the book cover of just this powerful, gorgeous um, black female superhero.
2: Thank you! Isn't she gorgeous? I was so yes, excited to find this woman, this model, and she just she just like took over the character. As you can see in the videos, she really is Ariana. So I, I am thrilled, and I'm so glad I got to make the videos before we got quarantined.
1: Yeah, wouldn't have been able to. Yes. <laughs> so check it now. Are there more video? I put one video. Are there more videos? Yes, I think there are
2: about four or five actually with her in in
1: in it um okay yeah where can listeners go um watch those
2: uh they are on my instagram page which is i think uh gold like g-o-l-d-e-l-o-x
1: gold e-lux all right there you go and um where else can people connect with you website any other places on social media
2: Sure. Uh, I have a Facebook page that's also Gina. Uh, I think it's Gina Goldilocks, actually. Gina Gold and then E-L-O-X. And then also uh, the Gina dot com is my website. So you
1: can always reach out to me on my website. All right, there you have it. And so this is, like you said, a three-part series. Uh, and so we've given yes. a little bit of, you know, you've got the first emergence out. So can you give us just a sneak peek? We don't want to give away the farm, but a sneak peek about what's in part two and part three. Well,
2: I'll just say this because I don't want to give it away, but I will tell you that the things that I mentioned earlier about, uh, you know, the you know the strip club and the lusty lady, um, mm-hmm. in San Francisco. That is that all comes into play in the next part of the series. Okay,
1: so listeners, stay tuned. Stay tuned. Keep it locked right there. And this is you know even if you are not a person that reads sci-fi. Now you might you know there are people that are looking. Well, I only read this I only read this. To me, uh, and what from everything that I've read, like anyone could you don't have to be a sci-fi buff for this, for Blue Ormis, Would you agree?
2: Not, yeah, not at all, because I actually don't, I, you know, up until I did this, I wasn't reading sci-fi either. I was like, why am I writing sci-fi? I think it's really (laughs) weird. It just kind of channeled, it just came out of me. And so, um, but you'll see that this book will, will resonate. Like people were, people that read it were like, I identify with this character in my regular life it's the way that it's written you'll see that you don't have to be a sci-fi buff to appreciate the story at all
1: all right there you have it again you can pick it up uh on amazon uh blue ormus and so Gina um uh, my last question for you the goal of my show is to motivate excite and influence and we want to know what continues to motivate you um
2: i am motivated by i my by my daughter being um you know, a woman of color, you know, young, you know, she's 14 and I want her to have uh, positive images and be able to see herself reflected, you know, when she, when she looks out into the world. And also I want to, I really want to just stick, stick up for people who have been disenfranchised, marginalized, not Mm -hmm. seen, not heard. And that includes all living beings, including animals. So uh, that's really what motivates me to keep going.
1: All right, well, you are right on track with your mission, and I'm just excited that we had an opportunity to feature you here on the Charvette Mitchell radio show, and we'll keep our eye out on Blue Ormus and all of the rest of the story that are going to unfold in front of our eyes, so thank you so much for being here.
2: Oh, thank you so much for having me. You're just a, a delight, a pleasure. I really enjoyed it. Thank you so much.
1: Oh, you're quite welcome. All right, listeners, guess what? That's going to wrap up today's show. As always, we just love you guys. Thank you so much for being here. We're going to continue bringing you more outstanding, phenomenal guests. Uh, And until then, check out Charvette.com. Peace and love.